live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 13th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling unconfiscatable. Compete, don't complain. In motion. All right, dudes. Be a unique beast. Tomorrow, no, Friday is in two days. 2 p.m. Baltimore time. Adam Paul Moore, Phil Geiger, and Kyle Kemper. Yeah, do you remember him from three years ago? He's returning to the show. 2 p.m. on Friday is this week in Bitcoin. Hello, my elite friends. Check out all the links below. DisruptMeister.com, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Ask your questions in the chat. If you're watching this taped, play it at 2X. Let's start this party right by talking about an entity that's wrong. And that's the IRS. Oh, the Internal Revenue Service of the United States of America wants to hire some help for auditing people's crypto taxes. You see, the IRS, not surprisingly, uh, they don't have, they're not experts in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. They don't have enough people to go through all the taxes and they don't, they don't have, a, they don't have the knowledge the Bitcoin knowledge, the cryptocurrency knowledge, whatever you want to say to know what was transferred here, who spent this way. It, it can be a little complex. And I'm sure you traders who are doing your taxes, you know how complex it can get keeping track of it. Well, I am happy that the IRS, they can't handle it. They can't handle it. Unfortunately, they've put out a call to snitches. They want to hire contractors to help them figure out who owes what. Now, this space is so small right now, okay, that there's, there's a pretty good chance uh, that you know someone who knows someone <laughs> who, the, who might be willing to share their expertise and get paid by the IRS to uh, say, well, you see this trader here, they didn't report this and they sent it to Poloniex to, to, to Bitfinex and oh, here they turned it into Ethereum and then, all right. I, I'm putting this out there because the IRS, when the government, when governments try to do something draconian, try to do something annoying, they, they can't pull it off without the snitches, without the help, okay? They can't enforce the lockdown without the snitches. This is, this is very similar. And so I, I know the word snitches, it's kind of a harsh word, isn't it? But this is what these people are. I mean, uh, I, I know everyone's got to make a buck. But so you're, you're going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get paid by the IRS so uh, that I can, uh, so I, I can help them scare the living daylights out of crypto traders and make them and take money from them so that money can then be redistributed uh, during virus panics and such. Now, you know, uh, hey, you know, this is where the big boys play. The funny thing is you do that, someone might find out that you did that, that you were an IRS contractor. And hey, people talk. And uh, I mean, maybe you'll be proud of that. I don't know how anyone can be. 
can, can find uh, meaning in that. I got to tell you. Uh, so I, I am happy that it's that the government clear, at least the Internal Revenue Service does lack some understanding and lack some manpower when it comes to cryptocurrency. That's good. It's good. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, well, here, here's the official title. IRS soliciting contractors to help audit crypto tax returns. It's linked to below the letter that they sent out there. Um, and it does appear that, you know, they, that they, they probably sense or they understand that there are a lot of dudes out there that are traders, you impulsive traders, who thought that, eh, whatever, I don't have to report a thing. And they really want to hit these guys hard uh, because – these are big fish that they're – it's really unfortunate that people you – know, traders don't understand that uh, short-term capital gains and that this – this if they're going back and forth, if they're playing in the fiat realm, they're playing in this disgusting world of snitches and the IRS and everything. So IRS trying to make a, an example of, of the traders out there most likely, and there are plenty of them to find. So you don't want to be that store, sore thumb that sticks out in, in trader land. So, so try to try to do something. Try to report something there, okay? Uh, but I, I've I've got a feeling there are plenty of traders didn't report a darn thing, and the IRS has lists of them, and they want these snitches to help them, you know, wrap it all up in a nice bow and explain it all so that they can make their case and uh, extract the money from them. So okay. Uh, all right, pound that like button. I'm, I'm just seeing if I skipped anything in that little uh, rant of mine. Oh, God. Okay, so S and I do not support, uh, I don't, of course, I don't support taxes on a cryptocurrency trader. I, I'm not a cryptocurrency trader, but I just buy Bitcoin. Uh, I still think it's ridiculous. I don't support taxes on anything <laughs> out there. I mean, look where all the money goes. Look, 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 look what a great job the federal government is doing financially right now. So you know, that, that beast shouldn't be funded in any way. But that's hey, that's that's the law of the land right now. But I I don't I don't support it at all. And so I'm I'm trying to cut it off early and just calling out these snitches because I know without these snitches, they're not going to be able to uh have their fun in the uh, cryptocurrency land. They're going to actually have to learn about it. And a lot of the people at the IRS, I mean, they're like the people at the DMV, they're, they're not going to learn. They're, they don't have the uh, what it takes to, to understand uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. All right. S&P correlation. Uh, lately, the S&P 500 has been correlated to Bitcoin, which has surprised people. And today, in the last couple of days, it's been pointed out that perhaps there's been a decoupling. And what else happened during the last few days? The halving. So may, may, is it a coincidence? I don't know. I, I, I hope the correlation is over. I hope the decoupling has happened. Uh, I, I think Bitcoin is an uncorrelated uh, asset class. And uh, yeah, perhaps the halving has changed the sentiment out there. And people aren't just... Blindly uh, going with the uh, flow of the, I, I mean, some could say, well, Bitcoin was correlated to the S&P 500 because many of the people that dump and buy and play around with Bitcoin, 
If it was a good day with the S&P, if they were feeling good, they'd buy the S&P 500, they'd buy Bitcoin. If they're feeling bad, they would sell them both. And whatever the was going on in the, in the world influenced their feelings. And now they've broken away from the, you know, uh, virus news. They, they're still, the, the mainstream news is still affecting the S&P 500. The mainstream information out there, as insane as it is, still affects the S&P 500. But perhaps Bitcoin, now that the halving has happened, people are just like, I'm in having heaven with the Bitcoin. I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I'm not deal. If I sell the Bitcoin, I'm not selling the, the, the S&P 500 also. Who knows what it is? They, they could just become correlated again also. Maybe it's wishful thinking on my, on my part, that hypothesis that the, the having has, has triggered some, time, some type of a sentiment disconnect, a sentiment realignment there. All right. Before we talk about Francis, uh, the great Francis, who's been on my show many times, a great uh, Canadian, French Canadian up in Montreal. Let me just read this uh, comment from Roman Q. We are one day closer to 2024 halving. We're also one cl day closer to an all-time high. And the end of the IRS and the end of the IRS. Strong hands will outlive the IRS. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> strong hands will outlive the IRS. I gotta tell you, I I I we are one day closer to the end of the world, too. So <laughs> There's a lot of things we're one day closer to. I wouldn't hold my breath on the IRS going away. We, uh, the snitches aren't going away. The bootlickers aren't going away. The government dependents aren't going away. So there's a, a quite a market for uh, IRS out there, okay? Now, <laughs> that being said, uh, if you don't want to you know, play in the Bitcoin realm, play in the Bitcoin, you don't have to play in the fiat realm. How about that? Uh, but uh, we're and yes, we're one day closer to an all-time high, of course. Vention is in the house. Vention, uh, I watched your latest video, um, and you discussed something that was uh, disgusting on it. And I want to leave a comment on BitChute, but you didn't upload it to BitChute. Because also during your video, you said, and I do agree with this, uh, that if people are tired of the, of the ways of YouTube, well, they should watch BitChute every once in a while, which I do. And I, of course, I upload all my videos to BitChute, by the way. Uh, but there are a lot of people that are like, you know, when 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 all your videos get taken down by Big YouTube, there are all these people screaming, you got to go to another platform. You got to go to another platform. And then they never watch the other platform. It's hilarious. I went to another platform. I'm on plenty of platforms. Podcast. Uh, thank God. Thank God I'm on Anchor. On Anchor and and that, that's been very good for me. And we're going to talk about that in this second Anchor. But I'm also on BitChute at, at, at Bitcoin Meister. Invention is also there. But his video didn't, his latest video wasn't uploaded there. I'm sure he's, he's very busy. He has much more important things to worry about in his life than up, uploading videos to BitChute. I hope you're feeling better. Uh, I hope you, you feel great. I hope it's it's over with soon, the, uh, your issue, and that uh, you can go and get a, a PET scan. Uh, I know many of the states are opening up that, are, are allowing medical facilities to cater to everyone, not just people with some virus. Okie dokie, let's talk. So, Vention, so not Vention, uh, Francis in Montreal was having a having party with his friend in a park in Montreal. I mean, they were they were hanging out in a park and all these cops came and he has pictures of it, okay? Obviously, they, they weren't doing the social distancing thing. So, in Montreal, you know, the second largest city in, in, in Canada, such a progressive, modern, beautiful city with all these Frenchmen, so sophisticated. Uh, 
the, the cops come to break up a, a party of two guys hanging out in, in a park. It, it, it's ridiculous how far the bootlicking is gone uh, and the authoritarianism has gone. And it's funny, in, in the thread where uh, Francis shows these photos that he took of cops raiding, I mean, they're, they're, they're much Canadian police, I guess, Mounties uh, uh, harassing him and his friend. There's someone in the thread that just says, stay home. And Francis just rips on the guy and you know, calls him a bootlicker, rightfully so. I can't believe people are still saying, stay home, stay home. Grown men, supposedly grown men, stay home. <laughs> they don't, what, what difference does it make if two dudes are hanging out in a park? It's not, it's not hurting anyone. We've lost touch with reality. So, so many feminized guys out there. It's disgusting, disgusting, the bootlicking. All right, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna move on here. Uh, yeah. I live there too. It's fascist now. Of course it's fascist now. It's fascist everywhere. It's, it's so fascist everywhere. But all of us just going out and, and hanging out in the park with our friends, we're doing our part and making videos like this. We're doing our part. And there are people, there are plenty of people who are very, very, very uh, frustrated with this. And again, without the bootlickers, without the uh, the tattletales out there, the, the snitches, they, they, they can't even, the, the government cannot maintain this at all. And they're hardly maintaining it. I mean, there's, my life hasn't changed at all. All right. So let's move to the rest of the video here. Uh, what else do I have to talk about? So Francis, you, you can see the picture is linked to below. So let's talk about 80 percenters here. People who are bootlickers, probably a lot of them follow this Michelle fan woman. And I, I never heard of this. She's into beauty and makeup. Obviously I'm not, uh, she caters toward a lot of women and women like Beauty and makeup, that's great. That's awesome. That's not my thing. Uh, I linked to her Twitter below, and she's got all the social justice warrior stuff there about the lockdown. Obviously, she's trying to fit in, and fitting in is overrated. But, you know, she's an influencer, and uh, she wants to influence all over the place. And now she, she's a wealthy woman, and she has some intelligence, apparently, and she wants to invest in Bitcoin, and she want, obviously wants to enter the space, and she's already had a Coindesk article, and that's how I found out about her. And... So it says uh, makeup mogul Michelle Fan wants to teach her millions of fans. Now, again, on Twitter, she doesn't even have a million fans, but okay, maybe she's got millions of fans. I hope she does. Millions of fans, how to protect their purchasing power uh, through Bitcoin. She will talk about crypto mass adoption at, and then ask me anything at the consensus, whatever that they had online, our first virtual conference. Okay, great, great. Now, so... I don't agree with this woman politically. I can, I can already tell. I've never heard of her before. But welcome. I, I, I If she's really going to – and she might have the weirdest reason she's promoting it. She just might just want to introduce – she might just want to have more Twitter followers. Um, but if she does tell these ladies that follow her about Bitcoin – and she's mentioned it a few times on her, on her feed. I did check out her feed, and she's mentioned it. But I thought maybe part of the reason she's mentioned it just because she's speaking at the Bitcoin event – but she's she's obviously good with marketing. She's getting her name out there in the Bitcoin space. What I, what I hope is that uh, she gets Bitcoin out there to her people, her ladies that like makeup and everything like that. And a lot of you say, well, what ladies of makeup? That's totally not Bitcoin. It isn't. No, it's not. But what but what really what really is Bitcoin? <laughs> We're not here to. We can't really. That's the beauty of Bitcoin. Anyone can define Bitcoin any way they want to. If she wants to define it as virtue signaling and bootlicking and and, and fitting in and selling makeup and looking beautiful. Uh, great. She could do that because uh, I, I, I'm not aligned with that at all. But if those people buy Bitcoin, it helps me. 
it helps me. It spreads the word. The more people that find out about Bitcoin. So you go, girl, Michelle Fan, whoever you are. And she might be quite reasonable. I mean, who knows? But it's, uh, her just scanning her Twitter feed, there was some stuff in there. Now, I would I, you know, just w with the food shortages and feeling bad and, oh, wearing the masks, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, okay. So moving on. Michelle Fan, you'll, I guess you'll hear more about her from the 80%er media, crypto media, but she can help in the long run. Don't, don't let it distract you. Don't, I just wanted to give my, uh, give my take on it. And yes, I, I had, I'm, I'm proud that I'd never heard of this woman before. Yeah. And, oh, I ordered my new laptop, people. It's ordered. I will have a new laptop. When June comes around, I will have a new laptop. It's been ordered. It's been paid for. I did it last night. So that should, uh, who knows? Maybe that improves some things around here. You never know. Might give me some more uh, ideas, more filming locate. Who knows what it might bring, but I need a new laptop. I've had this one since uh, <laughs> the start of 2017, believe it or not. It will be lighter too. It'll be easier to carry around. It's it's a better it's a better laptop. I uh, I spent a little bit more than I usually do. Uh, I, I can afford to do that. <laughs> Yet I don't, but I, I should and I did on that. That that was something that I should spend a little bit more money on, and I did. So you'll be happy, people. Adam spent a little money. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to say something about yesterday's show. It would not process properly for the longest of time. So I had to to get the audio podcast up in audio podcast land, I had to do it a really weird way and it's the audio quality was bad. So I, I apologize to my podcast people. I put up a better version of it. So sportsmeister.com, you can hear yesterday's show, a better quality version of it. If you thought yesterday sounded horrible on the audio and you have a good point there because it probably did. Uh, and eventually my video about i guess 10 hours ago now it did come up on youtube properly the you know what's amazing about youtube it's part of google which is such a smart company apparently since 2017 most most things have improved in life that involve technology and those of us who make videos on youtube i think we all can agree that on the back end it has gotten worse since 2017. It's, it's, they've gone backward in terms of the quality of uploading a video, how easy it is, the pain in the butt that it's become. Um, and, and then this, and, and this happens. This has never happened to me before where it, it took that long to properly process. So it was on YouTube, but if you went to disruptmeister.com, you couldn't even see it because it hadn't properly just like what I just said. All right. So yeah, it is amazing. Uh, and more, more, YouTube is more popular than ever, more popular than 2017. And on the back end, at least it's, it's gotten worse. It's, it's gotten noticeably worse. They, they've not made things easier and it's just doesn't work as well on the back end. Uh, again, if you make videos like I do, you know what I'm talking about. So all right, so yeah, most services have improved since 2017, not YouTube. And uh, rest in RIP capitalism, rest in peace capitalism is trending on Twitter because on Twitter, some of the 
lowest things imaginable trend on there, the most mindless things imaginable. So people are talking, they want capitalism to end. They're very happy. They think capitalism, they think. And the funny, here's what the best tweet from that thread. I checked it out. I saw it trending and it, it, it intrigued me. I got caught by it there. Um, I can't ignore all the nonsense that's there, but I did, I, I gained something from it. Uh, and, and these people are envious, so envious that are using this hashtag. Most of them are, but it gets hijacked. And this one guy said, uh, rest in peace capitalism is being tweeted from people's $1,000 iPhones. And yes, that is quite ironic that these envious people who do not understand capitalism clearly from their $1,000 iPhone are saying they, they wish capitalism was dead. And they, they don't understand that the government could not produce something like that. Without capitalism, you would not have something as awesome as a $1,000 iPhone. And of course, I do not own a $1,000 iPhone. I don't own a phone at all. Pound that like button. Now, uh, and to be in motion, uh, these, these people are so envious. They should be appreciative of capitalism. And they should be in motion within capitalism. But instead, they're trying to rip. They're destroying. They're destroying. I've always said I, I admire people who produce, who produce. There are people who want to destroy altcoins. Go produce. There's, I'm not into tearing down. I'm into people building things up. So that's all about tearing down over there. Uh, rest in peace capitalism. Tear down the whole system. Uh, take away people's wealth. Take, take away. They complain. They're, it's, it, it's horrible that Jeff Bezos will become the first trillionaire ever. Little do they know it might be the Winklevi brothers. That would be awesome. That would help uh, the Bitcoiners pound that like button. But what's what's wrong with striving to become the first trillionaire ever? This, the system is so corrupt that a man can become the first trillionaire ever. Enjoy your $1,000 iPhone. You, you're living in such a time of abundance. And, and eat, despite the ridiculous government overreach and, and the virus panic, it's still insane abundance here in the United States of America, the richest, most powerful country in the history of mankind, um, where you can uh, cry on your $1,000 iPhone about uh, how poor you are. Now, finally, Dan Carl Denninger. Well, wait, let me, uh, let me see if there were uh, – Roman Q said something else here. Let me share his – this will be the last comment I share. So uh, he said, do you think that holding Bitcoin – Changes people. I think it can. Yeah. Uh, it will be interesting to see if Michelle's 80% of views change as she holds. Well, I don't know if her, her views will change, but it does change some people. It, it does. I think it does change some people. And I think that's kind of cool. If the, if you really try to grasp it, 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 it opens doors to, uh, different ways of thinking that you might, may have never considered before. Uh, there, there might be some people that just got into Bitcoin uh, because they were impulsive traders. And then they're like, well, wait a second. Uh, if I hold this instead of a dollar, I, I, I can buy a better Lamborghini in, in five years. And then that kind of takes them to a place of, you know, well, why, why are all these people so wasteful? And what about all this money printing? And what about, uh, libertarianism and what about uh, get the government out of why did I ever care about politics it, 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 it can change a person now, I don't think someone like her who is into being an influencer in social media she might actually learn she might actually already know um, 
you know, that the Bitcoin and, and the and the thinking around Bitcoin is the is the best way of thinking better than the virtue signaling. But she understands in order for her to she, she cares so much about her image, she has to fit in. So I think with a person like her, that Bitcoin won't transfer her, tra transform her from a person that's centered around fitting in to a person that understands fitting in is overrated. But Bitcoin can definitely, can, and maybe it will, but Bitcoin definitely can be a tool to wake people up from the fitting in world to understand that fitting in is overrated. How about that? There's my uh, long-winded explanation of, of the whole thing. But yes. It, it can wake people up and, and make them understand that they don't they don't have to fit in and they can think a different way and they can be a unique beast. It can change people into a unique beast. I mean, I got to say, I, I was on the road to becoming, you know, I, I used to blindly try to, you know, I, I go to the clubs all the time. I go, I mean, I, I was always sort of a unique beast, but uh, in, in terms of, I, I was shocked when I, you know, I never thought like Doug Casey did. Uh, I didn't know what anarchy was and really know what libertarianism was. And that is what led me to Bitcoin back, you know, in 2000, when I started learning about Doug Casey and all those dudes in 2009 um, and led me to Bitcoin in 2011. But I can see how the reverse can happen, that you could be led to those guys through, through Bitcoin. But that's, so the, my mind was already changing before Bitcoin and maybe Bitcoin did, Bitcoin helped help speed it up even more, but Really, by the time I bought those first two Bitcoin in 2013, um, yeah, I financially speaking, I was not a fitting in guy anymore. I mean, I was getting ready to sell that uh, that darn house at that at that point. Okay, but I mean, but but now, I mean, my whole thing is fitting in is is totally overrated. And when I see, I mean, I'm almost want to vomit when I, I I see these mindless drones out there that it. That, that are so in, into fitting in and just like must buy a house because CNBC said buy a house, buying a house, best financial investment, uh, must uh, must buy two cars, must do this. Okay. And so let's, <laughs> we, we got distracted there. We got, got a little bit beyond Bitcoin. So we'll leave it with a beyond Bitcoin thing here. Remember, click on the squares at the end. It'll take you to a recent show of mine. Carl Denger of The Market Taker, who has been right about the virus all along. He says, to heck with the governors and their scolds. If you wish to hide under your desk as a coward, be my guest. I refuse, and I will patronize those businesses who also refuse. Now, that is really important there. I will patronize them doubly. And if a tip-based business will tip at double my usual rate, if they tell the governors to go eat Chinese bats and open their bars and other establishments at full capacity. So Carl Denger is saying that if you got a business out there and you don't care what the government says for you to do and you tell the government to go eat bats, that you're not, you're not going to – even if they say, well, you can open your business at half capacity. If you do it at full capacity, he is going to support your business. And I think there are a lot of people out there who want to support the people who stand up to the government, who are not towing the company line, who are defiant. We talked about the other day in Colorado, I believe I talked about it the other day in Colorado, a business open that wasn't, a restaurant open that wasn't supposed to open on Mother's Day. And it was the most crowded Mother's Day they ever had, okay? So there are people who are just like Carl Denninger who will, who have, and Carl's a wealthy guy, 
um, who will spend double, who will spend, go out of their way to tip double, to spend double. Just so please, please, if you are a business, uh, they cannot shut down all the businesses. As Yaron Brook mentioned, if all the businesses just opened and wrote letters to the government saying, we're opening, your rules are unconstitutional, we will sue you if you shut us down, they couldn't stop it. So hey, the consumer plays a role in this. The, the producer plays a role in this. Uh, just do not be defiant. Keep do, do not be compliant. Excuse me. <laughs> Adam got confused. Be defiant. Defiance over compliance. Just keep that in your head in everything you do outside. Uh, and uh, hey, it's it's things are changing uh, for, for the better in terms of getting rid of uh, the lockdowns and stuff. I'm going to be able to get my hair cut in Maryland, by the way. Uh, they, they're allowed now. The uh, morbidly obese governor of Maryland uh, has, uh, as of I think this coming Friday, is lifting some restrictions. And one of them is on places to get your hair cut. And so when I'm home in Baltimore, June 1st and, and 2nd and 3rd, uh, I'm going to get my hair cut at my usual place. Finally, pound that like button. I'm Adam, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video. Check out all the links below. Follow me on Twitter, TechBalk. Hopefully I'll be back or even earlier tomorrow. I'll say hi to you guys in the 